Grab your popcorn and snacks. Find a comfy spot, take a seat or lie down, and let me transport you to a place of fantasy, ghost stories, ancient legends, odd creatures, alien encounters, and other magical topics. You may even decide to join the conversation. From faraway lands to your own backyard, with a small dash of pixie dust, turn out the lights and open your minds. The journey is about to begin. Hey, welcome everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thursday. California weather. I don't want to make you guys all jealous and stuff, but it's 72 right now. So it is really cool. I've been doing a lot of yard work. Can't beat it. But you know what will happen? If you know the old adage of the April showers bringing May flowers, that's what's going to happen. Is It's just going to rain and keep raining for a long time, usually, unless we're in a drought. But uh, nor normally what happens is that April will be heavy, heavy rains. But for now... It's nice weather, so everybody's working on, like me, you know, everybody's out working on their yard. Let's straighten out here. There we go. Don't want to have a crooked head. Everybody's out working on their yard and doing all that good stuff, you know, to get caught up. Because if you go up and down the street, like, half the yards are done and half the yards aren't. So everybody's starting to get out and do it. But anyway, welcome, everybody. My name is Charlotte. I'm going to be your host for the next hour. We've got a great show for you tonight. And uh, she's a old friend of ours, Mary Muter. She's been on before. Had a great time the last time. And we're going to have a great time tonight. Uh, I'm also the owner. Sorry about that. <laughs> I, had a, I had a brain thing. I'm also the owner of the California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team based out of Sacramento, California. We're up and down the state of California. 35 of us, actually. But we also have branches in Oregon, Washington, Nevada, and, and uh, Hawaii. And uh, we're a nonprofit organization. We do a lot of work um, for free for people, you know, to help them with their ghost problems if they think they have a ghost problem. And uh, if you could help me out a little bit, too, because, you know, we're, we're a nonprofit organization. So everything you see here comes out of my pocket. You can see that ticker at the bottom of the, uh, the, the what am I doing tonight? At the bottom of the page. And uh, that's because we are, like I said, we're nonprofit. Everything you see here comes out of my pocket, headphones, you name it. So if something goes wrong, I have to pay for it all. So if you find it in your heart, paypal.me, California Haunts, that would be great. Or Venmo, you can just type in California Haunts, okay? And it's just a thing, you know, we're equipment for the team. You know, we just want to keep things going, keep guests coming on and all that good stuff. In the meantime, we've got a great website for this show. It's CaliforniaHauntsRadio.com that you can visit. And it's got all of our archives on there. Plus, this video is going out live. We're also going out live on YouTube. We're going out live on Facebook. We're going out live on Twitter right now. So, hi, everybody. But we're going out live. The beautiful part about the website is we have two years with the archives for this version of the show. There's two versions of this show. This is the video version of the show. The other version is from Blog Talk Radio from when we were on for 15 years. You can get access to those as well on the website. Okay, so we go back a long way doing this show. We've just done video in the last two years. But the cool thing about all this is you can like click on all those archives. Go up to the top, says archives, show archives. Boom, it'll take you down the last two years. And right now I've got two years worth of video, or I'm sorry, worth of audio from Blog Talk that you guys can check out too. So it's all up there. Everything's there. The other thing is we're doing a what I call a ghost tour on March 26th, Saturday, where you can join California Haunts on an actual ghost hunt. It's pretty cool. It's not one of these things where we, we go out with the psychic, you know, you go out with the psychic and the psychic walks around doing this and says, oh, there's a woman standing over here in a, in a white dress, yada, yada, yada. That's not what this is. This is actually using our equipment out in the field, like real, like an actual 
investigation. You know, you get to use our stuff, and we have some of the cool stuff that they have on TV. Okay, so you get to check that out in, in real life. Plus, you get to spend time with me. That's a cool thing, spend time with me. <laughs> okay, that's enough of that. I'll get off that. But anyway, if you want to get information for that, either check out the California Haunts Meetup, because we do have a meetup. Let me move this over here. I hate things hanging. Um, or you go to CaliforniaHauntsRadio.com, go to the top, and go over to Special Events. Click on that. It'll all pop down for you. You can get the information on that. But I've got two spots left for, for, for that night. So they're going fast. So if you want to go on a real-life ghost hunt, come on down. Sign, sign on up, and I'll take you out. You go out with my team members, and they will guide you how, how to use the equipment and show you how we operate. Okay. Well, without further ado, we're going to bring on our good friend, Mary Muter, <laughs> who is standing up. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're going to bring on our good friend, uh, Mary Muter. You can see what kind of night it's going to be already. All right, here we go. <laughs> Hi, Charlotte. <laughs> I was so into what I was saying. I didn't see you standing up. Yeah, I was like, one minute, one minute, keep going. <laughs> How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. March 26th, you're doing a Cal uh, haunting tour. This is going to yep. be great. That's my son's birthday. We're going to be in a cemetery. Oh, nice. Checking I'm going to join in. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty cool event. Like I said, everybody gets to use our equipment. So, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, obviously I'm not going to have uh, DVR cameras set up, but I mean, everything else that can be handheld, like uh, even the, the X cam, you know, that makes the stick people yeah. and everything like that. That'll be out there. Oh, that's cool. For everybody to try and use. So, I mean, we're going to have all kinds of really cool equipment out there. Yeah, that's cool. You know, thinking of ghost stories, I'll tell you a quick one. Well, I have a whole bunch of them. But Go for it. Um, I got this really neat device, and it actually plays music from plants. So you plug it into the plants, like to their root and their leaf, and it takes the um, circuitry of the plants, the, the current of the plants, the energy, and it turns it and translates it into music. And I was doing this the other night. Well, I guess it was last month now with at my fireside chat and my dog started kind of acting up and I live in a haunted castle and I'm not kidding. Really? <laughs> so, <laughs> um, and I didn't know it was haunted when I, when I first got it. So the dog starts acting up and is growling and, and stuff over there. And I, and someone said, Oh, Hey Marin, well, if we put the electrodes on a crystal, would it make the crystal sing and I said, I don't know, let's try it out. So we put the, the electrodes on. I'll show you the electrodes wherever they are. Um okay I don't have them with me. But anyway they're two metal pinchers and there's rubber on them. Yes. <laughs> oh, I just put them right here. Yeah you're right. Okay see we're doing good tonight you and I it's gonna be one of those so, <laughs> so these metal pinchers if you touch them or you get a current it will go through the device and sing a song. Cool. And the song depends on the current and it changes. The plants can actually change their music. So I had it on my crystal here and nothing was happening. But now my dog is like running all over the place. And I was holding the plastic part and literally the energy, whatever my dog was chasing, went right over the top of these and the box started singing. Wow. <laughs> That's what happens when you live in a haunted castle. Now, what it is. Castle, what Why, castle do you live in? I mean, you don't have to tell us where, but I mean, 
how did you get a haunted castle? Well, I didn't. I didn't know it was haunted. Um, <laughs> I I found a rundown property um, that needs a lot of tender, loving care, and the granite that is built, like half of it, is made out of granite that was actually quarried on the property. And I think it's that granite that is bringing in um, either spiritual imprints, um, but there is one or two that are really doing conscious attempt at communications. And I actually had that happen two nights ago and I filmed it and I don't know how to show you the film, <laughs> but I'm sitting up here in my office. So the whole house is under renovation. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting up here in my office and my office is the circle room. My door is kind of shut and it's just me and my dog. And all of a sudden I hear something smash downstairs and I'm thinking, okay, somebody's here. So, so I get my weapon of choice, bear spray. And <laughs> I'm like creeping around going, okay, Shh, don't say anything. Don't say anything. My dog's hair is standing up and we're going down the stairs and going around the corner. And I go into the kitchen and everything is dark. And so I turn the light on in the kitchen. And and I'll I'll tell you what I didn't realize until like just today when I was like, I wonder if I could share this video somehow. There was um a teacup that I used chocolate because I make chocolate, and three bags of chocolate fell off the counter. And the teacup smashed. There's no way this, there's nothing to have anything fall off. But then in addition to that, which I found out today, looking at the video, inspecting it closer, there were also three screws that were there. And I'll tell you the significance of three in a second. So then I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm filming. I'm like, okay, it's just Gray and I, and we're here. And this is what happened. And then all of a sudden this tinkering sound comes in through the dining room now the dining room is set up right now with a my dining room table looks like a construction zone because that's where all the paint everything is and down at the end of the haunted corridor here is a chop saw and that is off so the whole place is dark and black and i get down there and i didn't go down there i just walk into the dining room area and all of a sudden the chop saw light goes on Whoa. Film that. And then I'm like, okay, what is it? And you hear, and you hear kind of a rush. And like from my right to my left, and mm-hmm. that goes down another steep scare- stairway. And all of a sudden, the light pops on down there. So that was my haunting, I guess it was yesterday or two days ago, two days ago. But it's, my son's birthday is coming up and his birthday is March 26th. And he passed away a few years ago and his number is three. So I have three hauntings. I had the breaking, I had the chop saw and had the light. So that's three. I had three bags of chocolate and three screws. 333. Probably him. There you go. There's his number. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's probably him trying to talk to you. You're braver than I am. There's no way I would go walking down the hallways in the dark. Yeah, I, I have no choice because I have no lights. We've taken all the sconces off the walls. And so literally, I like my light of choice today is this crow that has like a light bulb attached to it. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so it's kind of cool. There you go. You got it. Everybody on my ghost team knows I am afraid of the dark. 
I'm a ghost hunter who does not like the dark. I care when, when I go out, people go nuts. If I'm not behind a camera, because with an infrared camera, you can see everything, right? Yeah. Okay. If I'm not behind the camera, I've got this bad boy. Oh, nice. Okay. And this thing. On your I head? Do? Yeah. So I drive everybody insane because it's so bright, but I'm like, I'm not going on the dark. Mm -hmm. Even at my house, I leave lights on. You don't actually need to be in the dark to do a ghost hunt. <laughs> no, you don't. That's what I try to tell people. <laughs> but even at my house, the lights are on. I mean, are the TVs on or something's on? I just, I just don't do the dark. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> I never have. So yeah. it's funny when, 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 when I do ghost hunts because, you know, people that don't know me will go, what do you mean you're afraid of the dark? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you know? That's good. Well, maybe there because I had experiences as a kid. Maybe that's the deal, you know. Because it was always, you know, you know how your mom is about putting you to bed, right? It's always in a darkened bedroom, and I would always see things in the dark. And so maybe that's the whole issue. Is I, I you know, all that comes back as a kid. And I remember mm -hmm. I had a cousin tell me that because she would get irritated because I would have the light on, and she says, "Well, you know what? You need to fill that stuff up with happy things so you can sleep at night." <laughs> And I thought, okay, so while she was there, I did it after she left, the lights went back on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, you're brave. You're very brave. Yeah. I, I, I was also afraid of the dark as a child. <laughs> I saw things too. So maybe that, that comes with the territory. What's I don't know. What you I had to be brave when I grew up for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> See, when you're 50 years old, there's some change. Yeah. <laughs> you know? what I mean, yeah. It's craziness. So what have you been up to? Um, not too much. I've been in the process of writing a couple more books. Um, and so I have one that's about halfway done. And then I really do need to get a jump start on this other one because it's supposed to come out um, this fall. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I've started it in my brain. But there's so much stuff going on here. I just have not had a chance to sit down and actually start writing it. Wow. Um, Aside from that, not too much. Just I'm just blown away because you live in a castle. <laughs> I, mean, well, I, like, I don't normally tell people that, but I figured, you know, I'm going to tell Charlotte because it's a haunted castle, and who, yeah. who doesn't want to hear about a haunted castle? You'll have to come out. We need it. We need, actually need a branch out here for this yeah, property by itself. <laughs> we should do that. Yeah, we should definitely come out. I mean, I'm just blown away by that. I mean, you know, <laughs> who buys a haunted castle? Who buys a castle? Yeah, that's right. You do. I do. I do. I did. <laughs> well, that's really cool though. Yeah. And I love, I mean, I love that the stonework, it, it came from the property and I'm in the Northeast now. So this is a whole new adventure for me. And because I'm a West coast girl, I grew up in the Northwest and, but it, it's really interesting because there is so much history out here, just like there's a ton of history on the West coast, but it's different history out here because we have everything from, you know, original settlements of yes. the new world out here but then we have the indigenous settlements that were here also so you know seeing who is haunting the house it it could be one of those two parties or maybe somebody we don't even realize oh, was out happy, here yeah. before yeah like i always tell people you know compared to the east coast california is like a baby out here Mm. You know, we go back, like even our old Sacramento that we're all like, oh, yeah, everybody come visit old Sacramento. <laughs> you know, it only goes back to like maybe the, the gold rush. That's it. Yeah. You know, you're looking at maybe a little bit before the gold rush because because the Indians were out, you know, the Native Americans were there. But beyond that, phew, that's it. It doesn't yeah. go back that far. 
Yeah, not really. And then you have um, Chinese tradesmen, you know, the further you go up north. Right. But still, I mean, really, you're right. It, it is so young out there and especially when it comes to ghosts and stuff so really you can kind of pinpoint where these hauntings are coming from and 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 time frames and out here it, it's interesting because the two we have two resident ghosts and and i'll go ahead if you don't mind i'll tell go more ghost stories of the house why not here for, for, <laughs> we're on california hunts right it's my freebie friday today so you know this is That's my right. <laughs> so um we were out here and just before construction started, uh, I broke my leg, unfortunately. So now I was like, I'm getting ready to have a great winter in the Northeast, a real old Northeast winter. And I break my leg and I'm sitting here and my mom came out to help me <laughs> for a little bit. So we went um, to a doctor's appointment and my contractor, so construction commences. And my contractor comes out here. And we tell him, okay, hey, we're leaving. And he says, okay, no problem. And it's just him in the house. He's kind of walking around and checking things out. And all of a sudden, two women's voices come from the basement area, the wow. lowest level floor. And he thought it was us because he heard the women's voices, mm -hmm. but he couldn't, you know, distinguish the words. And he said the voices were a little bit off, but he could definitely tell that they were feminine. So he calls me and he says, Maren, where are you? And I said, we were heading to the doctor's appointment. And he he was like completely flushed when he when he told me the story in person. And we're like, huh, that's interesting. So a few weeks later, my mom and I are sitting. We have our bear spray, by the way. This is well, we did this, this is when I decided I was going to start using bear spray for self-protection. And so we're sitting up in my office because really that's the only place that we can sit. And all of a sudden we hear voices. Oh no, I think we were asleep because well, I woke her up. I was like, Mary, 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 <laughs> somebody's downstairs. And she hears it and we, we come out. I'm like, what do we have? What do we have? I was like, here, have some bear spray <laughs> because we didn't it, really, somebody was downstairs. So we creep down the first flight and we go through and then we hear the voices downstairs and we hear the movement downstairs. Unbelievable. I mean, it was, you could not mistake it for anything else aside from voices. So we're like, we're going to call the police and you we're we'll close our eyes and you can leave and we won't say anything but now's your chance before we call the police we're like with our bear spray <laughs> try not to meet ourselves and but it was the ghosts it was them and then wow. you hear them periodically walking so now it, it feels like they're like walking through the house like huh what's she doing what's she doing <laughs> why is she doing that what 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 happens? Like if you have to leave the house, the dog is there. What's the dog like when you get home? Um, fine. You know, she has become accustomed to ghosts. Luckily, she's a puppy and getting introduced to ghosts. Mm -hmm. But you can always tell when they're around or when the energy shifts in the room because all of a sudden all the hair on her the back stands up. Sometimes she'll growl, but mostly if she's growling, she's still waggling her tail because she thinks it's a great game, whatever is happening. Um, there was one time that it was like throwing her um, toys 
and, <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh. So it really is. I mean, it, it it's like poltergeist activity, but it's a nice wow. poltergeist <laughs> wow. and it's, and it is active. It is just active. Crazy. Well, a lot of it is, well, right now is because you're remodeling. I will yeah. do it every time. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm disturbing everything and it's saying, yeah, that's what, <laughs> you know, I asked about the dog because my house is active too. And mm -hmm. um, I remember going to work and I would come home and my poor dog would be hiding behind the recliner in the corner, you know, to just be back there like, oh no, I don't want to see, don't want to know, don't want to see. But she would see stuff in here all the time. You yeah. Know? And I know, I, I know my, my, my girl, I just got a, a, Austra a new, another Australian Kelpie mm. and she barks at nothing. We'll be sitting there watching TV and all of a sudden she starts barking down, you know, at the hallway and stuff. And I'm like, no, you don't need to talk to them. We're good. Just yeah. <laughs> you know, but yeah, that's what I was wondering about the dog. Cause like I left my, my poor Maddie who also was an Australian Kelpie. She used to hide behind the, you know, the, the, the chair. Mm -hmm. right? And I used to feel sorry for her. I come home from work and she'd be like, Oh, thank God you're home. Mom. You know? Mom, I wanted the light on. <laughs> yeah, leave the light on mom. I don't like this stuff. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it's incredible when your house is active like that. It's 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 incredible. Yeah, you know, it's and, a surreal feeling. That's for sure. And then you know, like there's old houses that we've done as a team, and our psychics, our poor psychics, you know, <laughs> where they've remodeled the houses, right? Or remodeled yeah. the hotels. And I've had people, psychics on my team walk into walls <laughs> because there were doors there before. <laughs> That's funny. It is funny. Not to them, but it's funny to me. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. That's incredible. So you should be getting used to your ghosts by now. I mean, they're starting oh, to... Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I've been around ghosts so much my whole life that it, right. it's just one of those things. So I think if I hadn't had ghosts, I probably would have been like, wow, this is boring. <laughs> Until they start moving stuff around, then it gets exciting, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, right. with, with what you do uh, for a living, you know, in the in the stuff you study, like your past lives and all that. I mean, they know this, so so yeah. so you're like a you're like a beacon in the night for them. <laughs> Probably. They're like, oh hey, Marin's here. We can talk to her now. <laughs> I did a thing out in Placerville one time at this at this is the Hangman's Tree Saloon. Where, uh, well, it was still open where I had the dowsing rods and I was talking to whatever was in the building. And the psychic runs in and goes, You're not going to believe this. They're lined up out in the street. They want to talk to you. <laughs> See, so for you, what they're doing that, that now that you've opened all this, <laughs> they're lining up on your property, probably just yep. waiting to come see you. They're pitching their tents. <laughs> <laughs> There's barbecues going on. You don't even That's know. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> There's this, um, cute show. I don't, I don't normally watch a lot of television until I broke my leg. And I, there is this cute show on uh, Amazon. It's called ghosts. And I had never seen it before. I don't know if you saw it, but it, it's kind of funny. The, this couple goes and they're going to renovate an old bed and breakfast and they have ghosts from, you know, thousands of years ago. And then what kind of one of each um, generation. That's and cool. these, <laughs> these ghosts are all talking to each other basically having the barbecue waiting to talk to somebody and this woman ends up hitting her head now she sees all of them and can't stop it <laughs> so it's kind of cute <laughs> i haven't seen it but i've heard of it so i'll have to really check it out you know yeah. 
I like funny stuff like that, you know? It is. It's just a lighthearted show. And I was like, oh, this is nice. I don't have to close my eyes or cover my ears. I can just enjoy it. <laughs> I do. I like funny stuff like that. Like the one about the guy that had the, I think it was the ghost boy. Was it the ghost boyfriend or the ghost girlfriend that came back? I can't remember the. the oh, movie. I don't remember that one. Yeah. But it was pretty funny, you know? <laughs> I used to love Topper. You know, when I was a kid, the Topper movies, they were like the greatest yeah. movies <laughs> back in the old days, you know? Mm -hmm. you guys now that you're all young all you young folks i know y'all hate black and white but topper is the way to go if you, if you want to see a good ghost movie that that's hilariously funny that's it <laughs> there's two topper movies <laughs> yeah so what else are you guys gonna get going on i'm like march 26th do you have any other events or anything that you guys are doing or how do I'll your do clients we'll find you one. we'll do another one I'm trying I'm going to try and do them every other month with people, you know, cause I'd like to do, mm -hmm. I like the next one after that. I'd like to do an old hotel. Yeah. You know, the thing is what happened was with COVID ending, like it did people want to get married in, in these, in these hotels. So we had booked the hotel to do this in. And then we got a call and said, we're sorry, we have a wedding and they pay better. <laughs> so you yeah. can pick another weekend. And I went, no, I got all these people signed up. You know, yeah. so there's yeah. a town in, nevada and it has that clown hotel do you know that town? Oh, yeah. old, old mining town oh yeah and across the street from the clown hotel is that haunted hotel nice i think it's like room six you should seriously go out there because you can go and you can do a tour of the mine that's probably very haunted that you can just creep people out with the clown hotel that is just insanely creepy and i don't know i mean maybe some of your viewers love clowns and if you love clowns that's happy i'm happy for you you can go stay at the clown hotel i will not be staying at the clown hotel but i'll stay across the street in the other haunted hotel so that i'll i'll look up that town and i'll tell you which yeah, one it is, but... hey i was i was in the clowns till the movie poltergeist yeah <laughs> i was fine till poltergeist hit that was it you know and then i didn't like chairs next next to my bed that that mm -hmm. did it for me just completely did it there couldn't be oh. anything propped up by the bed or anything like that after that movie. Exactly. Oh my gosh, I'll never forget it. <laughs> That's like one of those movies that if you were to watch it today, you're like, that was it. That was what scared me. But oh my gosh, back then, that was like really great graphics. And you're sitting here going, oh my gosh, how did she suck into the television and the closet and everything yeah. else? Well, I have a story about, you know, I, I, I tell my audience about it, about me, go <laughs> about my, one of my first ever ghost hunts, but I, I wasn't the official ghost hunter. I was doing it for a newspaper article mm -hmm. in Woodland, and we went to this bakery, and what, this ghost would go through the bakery, and it would, like, open the flower sacks and spread the flour around. So I had an EMF reader, you know, I was just mm -hmm. doing the article. I'm chasing this thing around. You can, I could tell because it, it was a warm spot. So I'm chasing this thing around. I probably pissed it off. And um, I'm sitting there talking. And my photographer goes downstairs because because they have that, you know, the, the basement part that used to be the old street and all that. He couldn't get any clear photos downstairs. And so he comes up and he goes, I can't get anything down there. And I said, well, let's just sit down and talk and we'll finish the interview off and take photos of the people, you know. And we're sitting there. And there was this clock about 20 feet away from me up on a wall. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I've been following this thing around. I know what's here. I, you know, I get it. I, you know, I, you know, I'm trying to get all the things. All of a sudden the clock falls off the wall. <laughs> and it was like that scene in Poltergeist for me. I've got the water glass and I'm like, well, that'll yeah. do it for the interview. You know? 
and the people were laughing. But I mean, yeah, it was just like pull. I just it's what I felt it was like that one scene in Poltergeist. You know, when they come downstairs after after they looked in the mirror and all that, and the gal's like, you know, with the teeth. Yeah. That's how I was. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I was still new at ghost hunting back then. <laughs> <laughs> what got you into ghost hunting? I know I'm interviewing you now, but my really. house. Yeah. I grew up. The house has always been active. I was the only one in the house that saw things. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> you know, like I said, at night, I would see, I had bunk beds and and it would look like there were hands coming down from the top of the bunk beds trying to touch my head, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. Or I'd see stuff coming off. So yeah, I've always seen stuff in this house. And then as I got older, when I got involved with the paranormal group, with yeah. the psychics, oh my God. Yeah. Everything just went. And wow. I would drive home and, and flashlights would turn on by themselves in my car, you know, hot. And then they would laugh and go, ha, 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 you're going to learn all about this, ha, ha, ha. You know, and I'd get home and the TV would turn on and off by itself while I was sitting there and all this mm-hmm. stuff would be going on. So, yeah, that's, that's, that was, it was growing up in this house. This house, I used to, I used to come home from school. I was a latchkey kid. Yeah. And so I would come home at three o'clock every day and I'd make my top ramen, you know, and prop myself up at the, at, at, at the little breakfast bar nook thing. And I was sitting there one day and. I saw this what looked like a white sheet go from my my fireplace to my center divider. And I thought, oh, my God, what is that? And then I never saw it again. And then, like, four years later, I saw it go the other way. And my mother thought I was nuts because I wouldn't walk that way. You know, I'd always be like, no, I'll go the other way around. I'm good, you know. But I was always seeing stuff, always. And then once I, like I said, once I got going with the paranormal group, my abilities just went. Yeah. And, um. Somewhere along the line, when this house, because this house was on Riverland, um, there was a fisherman that died on the property and bled to death. He didn't realize he was dead, so he went kind of nuts. Yeah. And I remember as I was starting out to do this work, because when I started out, I wasn't doing the, I, I was, I was filming another team for a team oh. show. Oh, interesting. We came out the same time Ghost Hunters did, only we were on public access. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> Dang, huh? And yeah. I remember I could see this guy out of the corner of my eye when I would walk through by the divider and he was in my dining room and he would lunge out to try and grab me. Wow. So I'd be running there. And then I started to hear voices in my house and things were so if it, it picked up. But now now it's settled down. You know, I think mm-hmm. a lot of it is because and I hate to say it, you know, my father passed away. My mother passed away. So my mother gave him <laughs> My mother's probably running around, you know, with a big stick somewhere going, (laughs) beating these guys down so they don't bother me as much. But I mean, I still get stuff after investigations that happen, you know, where I come home like, and like the front of the air conditioner one night got ripped off and thrown across the room. You know, I can tell when it's not, because most of the ones that are here are relatives. So I can tell when it's not one of my regulars. Like, yeah. like you'll be able to tell when you know, once you true. start getting used to what's in your house, you that's can true. tell which ones don't belong there. So I could tell, yeah. you know, right away that it's not, you know, like yeah. my relatives are not going to rip off the air conditioner, you know, the front of the air conditioner. So yeah, yeah. you know, it's interesting. You can't even even if you're kind of new to the area. I, I don't know if you get this when you go into the houses, but you can tell when a ghost has been in that particular space for a long time versus mm-hmm. something transient it, the energy is just so different yeah you're welcome tim see thank you for streaming oh i love streaming i'm all about streaming all but right I, good yeah. and also you know what i found too you know over the years and 
I, I don't like seeing them. I, I, I can tell when they're there because I, I get what they call the spider webs. Mm-hmm. But I can tell mm-hmm. when it's a male or female. Yeah. By the heaviness of the, of the, of the spider web. I mean, I have seen them. Like, I got to the point with my abilities that before I would go on investigations with my team or before I go to film or whatever, that I would see whatever we were going to investigate ahead of time. Yep. Yeah, because you you totally can because it's I mean the energy is so intertwined that I mean that's very similar to how remote viewing works too. You can you can access what you're going to see, where you're going to go, and and um, so that's on the spiritual dimension and even the earthbound dimension. Plane and then I had to work you know one of the most haunted towns in California. So I mean that didn't help it. I was seeing I mean I, I took off one after I used to get off at five and. Uh, it was always some stupid meeting at seven. So I'd have to, you know, have dinner and park somewhere and just hang out. So I was just the, the, uh, the uh, civic center had big windows on it. Mm-hmm. And Placerville is known as old Hangtown. <laughs> and the hangman reportedly walks, you know, from, from the courthouse. Well, down the hangman's tree, where, where the hangman's hangman tree saloon was. Mm-hmm. And p- people see him do this. So I'm sitting there, you know, kind of trying to nap. Okay. And I, I look out my, I, I look up at the big windows and I see him walk behind my car. And I'm going, that's a guy in a executioner's outfit, <laughs> you know? And it dawns on me who it is. And uh-huh. then I look over and there's nothing there. But I clearly saw him walk behind my car. Yeah. You know, and I remember the first day driving up Main Street to go cover a story and I hadn't grounded myself. Uh huh. Big mistake. I got totally lost. Didn't know where the hell I was, you know. And I finally realized what it was because I, you know, I hadn't grounded myself mm-hmm. going through this town. I didn't think it was going to be that intense, but it is. Oh, I can only imagine. I'm like trying to imagine first times ghost hunting and. <laughs> hey, I have been goosed by ghosts several times. What about have I- you? <laughs> they probably thought it was St. Patrick's Day. You weren't wearing green. Oh no, the stomach does a flip. Yep. And then you know, I'm going to be tired for a week after this. This is going to wipe me out. You know, I was even doing a post one time at an investigation, after doing an investigation mm-hmm. that we had filmed. Right? I was sitting there, you know, talking to the guy and going, Well, this is what we did and this is what we got. And all yeah. of a sudden, this OB got me. It went right through me. Right and then, just, during afterwards. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, I guess you know they're they're not they're not ending tape. They're like, okay, well, I guess we're done filming. We're done. Yeah, and I had to. And I was and I was being filmed at the time, and I had to just keep going. And I knew what had happened, and I just thought, man, I want to puke. I'm yeah. good. I can do this. <laughs> you know. Yeah, people don't realize that when you get goose guy by a ghost, guys, this is what happens. Your stomach does a flip when they go through you. <laughs> it makes for an interesting thing, you know. But yeah, or if a psychic, you know, like, like people don't realize either that when you talk to other psychics, you have to shut a, a door on yourself because not every psychic is invasive, but there yeah. are some that want to get into your head. <laughs> yeah, and that's another way to you get tired They're because I can, insistent. I can feel when somebody, you know, has gotten into like a look, if I let my guard down mm-hmm. or I don't realize I'm talking to someone that's psychic. I can tell because I can feel my, my, my right arm will start tingling. Yeah. 
So you know, you're there. zoning in on your and honing in on your energy and what you're exuding and trying to get through that little. Yeah. Yeah. And for what warrior. it's worth, you guys, for what it's worth, if a psychic does that to you when you're talking to them, they're not a, they're not a good psychic. Psychics don't psychic psychic unless 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 it's something of a health issue or something yeah. that they're trying or, to find uh, you out. You need to ask. Yeah, I mean, you need to ask. You need to ask. And, need to ask. and and if you haven't asked, then the psychic shouldn't say anything. Really, truly. I mean, yeah. unless you ask them, if you have a psychic just walk across the room and tell you something, you need to say, yeah, no. <laughs> you need to ask. You need to ask. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, that's intrusive. <laughs> you don't it do is. that. Yeah. Don't do that to, to other people. The other thing that freaked me out was um, I had a person. Uh, well, she finally joined my team eventually, but on the other team when I was filming, the first time I went out to film people at the Wilden Opera House, and she was a channeler. Wow. The problem with this was that she didn't tell any, tell me she was a channeler, and she would never tell anybody when she was going to do it. Yeah. Wow. So she's walking across the floor, and I'm watching her change personalities. Huh. And I looked at the guy next to me, and I went. Oh my God, we're here with Sybil. <laughs> he goes, no, 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 she's channeling. That was just crazy. This when somebody does that. Now Karen yeah. on our team, she'll go, okay, I'm, I'm gonna let her in. It's gonna be cool, you know. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> I had wow. to get used to that. Eventually, she joined my team, so I was used to it by then, you know. Mm -hmm. But I mean, when you first come in contact with somebody like that, and they, they don't tell you they're doing it, mm -hmm. and it just you're just like, what in the heck is going on with her? I can imagine that is kind of something to see <laughs> because her voice will be high pitched, and then all of a sudden, oh, 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 you know, it is just it's just yeah. like this. It's craziness. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, how many people do you have on your team now? We have thirty-five. Wow, here in that's pretty good. Yeah, the bulk of them are in Sacramento, yeah. and then everybody else is like, you know, what you call them packs of two, but teams of two spread out. You know, usually married couples mm -hmm. out different different areas but we're we're um we're almost in every county wow that's amazing so you have some down in monterey i do nice that's good and where in oregon are you we are in cave junction oh nice i know exactly yeah. where that is yeah <laughs> that's a good area yep bigfoot country yes yeah, it is. In cave junction, i've gone on many a bigfoot hunt down there <laughs> <laughs> have you seen footprints you know, I, I believe I have seen footprints, um, but it was just, it wasn't so defined, but you could tell in the underbrush. I mean, I grew up in Oregon, so you, you kind of see these things hiking around and, and you just kind of take them for granted. It's not like they're prevalent. It's not like a bear print. You can tell a bear print. And so you're paying attention and you see this depression and it's not just a single depression, it's a multiple depression in the rainforest. So this was up in the Olympic um, National Park and National Forest. And you can you could see that and there's no way a human foot is that big. <laughs> and but the depression and then the multiple steps through it were were up there. So that was That's that was awesome. really cool. It is cool. And so then my youngest son and I, we were always on a we were always on a Sasquatch hunt. <laughs> That's really cool. Really cool. Julie Morgan says she would go ghost hunting with you two ladies. Oh, nice. nice. Thank you, Julie. Never boring, that's for sure. Yeah. Like Do I you told like ghosts, team, Julie? I told my team the story about, um, 
I have this uh, R2-D2 that somebody bought me. A mecha, you know, uh, RC R2-D2. Uh-huh. And you could set the thing up for motion detection. And wow. it's got a light on its head, and, you know, like, like R2-D2. And it beeps. <laughs> and one of uh-huh. my, I didn't tell people on my, my investigation team that I had set it up. <laughs> and poor, some poor soul went down the hallway, boy. I've never seen anybody run so fast. And what it does <laughs> is it follows. It has a follow mode. So when, right. when they took off running, it followed them down the hallway. That's, so that's good for Halloween, down. too. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Julie, you go with us. It's fun. I tell you, you go with me. I have fun. I, I don't like to stress out during ghost hunts. No. I Julie, admit, you know, you I, like ghosts? Huh? Does Julie like ghosts? Yeah, I guess Julie likes ghosts. Oh, good. I gotta admit, though, I've been pushed downstairs. I, you know, I've been scratched, but I mean, yeah, that's par for the course. It's what happens. What I don't like is if I get scratched at home. That's a no-no. Yeah, you know, but if I'm on on location, whatever, it's part of the it's part of the investigation. It's what we do. Huh. It's what we do. So, are, have you tried? You know, now that you know you have these things in your house, have you tried to like really communicate with them yet? Um, not too much. I, I. I kind of like it when they just hang around. I don't try to get rid of them or anything. I just, I don't know. I mean, I think a long time ago, probably in my twenties, early thirties, I would be like, I wonder who, and I'd reach out and, you know, try to communicate with them. But I, I just kind of like, if they want to talk to me, they can talk to me. If we're both in the kitchen, we can both be in the kitchen. It just is to me like having a roommate, (laughs) I guess. And even the poltergeist activity, um, I've learned over the years to how to switch it from something that's negative or would be seen as scary to something that is just more like throwing a book off the shelf, you know, rather than blood dripping from the ceiling. Well, you, you know, like when you go to take a shower, this is... <laughs> I, I know when they're in the bathroom okay. and it's just like, okay. And then I literally tell my, and I see we're on the same wavelength because this evening as I was taking my shower. I'm like, being naked is just natural. I This is how I am. And I'm like talking to my dog and I'm talking to whomever that I'm just like, I know you know I'm going to California haunts tonight and you're watching me take the shower. That's fine. You've seen a body before. And I literally do that. But it is weird to think somebody's watching you. But it's not like they're actually watching you. It's not like they're actually saying, oh, wow, you know, <laughs> or, oh, wow, look at her. She hasn't shaved her legs in like two years, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so peeping thumbs, that's what they are. That's right. But I mean, they, they're, they're not thinking the same thing that we, Well, no, they're not. But the thing is, you kind of remember this, you're, you're remodeling your house, right? And this is something I don't, I don't go to the bathroom unless I'm desperate to use a toilet in like an old hotel. Yeah. Because I always have visions of somebody like right here going, Hey, Hey, you know, yeah. <laughs> And one thing you got to remember is they're able to fix the plumbing, okay, that's above a certain point. But the plumbing <laughs> below that certain point is original plumbing. Yeah. And plus yeah. you got the water running through. So this is this is where all this action is coming from in the bathroom. <laughs> Sorry, I don't want to scare you. It's, it's no, that's good. okay. That's okay. I'll just keep my lid shut. No. It's something, <laughs> something to remember about all that. I'll, right? be, I'll be going to the bathroom in the woods from now on. Thank you, Charlotte. <laughs> But that's the truth. They can't get to all the way unless they do a complete rebuild of all your plumbing. 
Yeah. You're getting not... plumbing from like way back when. So, so they're all coming into that plumbing. Nice. Great. <laughs> I'll have people come. And this is our toilet. You're going to be using outside unless you want, <laughs> unless you want company as you're using the bathroom today. <laughs> Since you're a woman, it's probably going to be a van. Yep. <laughs> Standing there watching you pee. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's just an FYI about the plumbing because that's, yeah, that's why, I, that's why a lot of, like, like if I take a team into an old hotel, the psychics will disappear. I know right where to find them. <laughs> They'll all be in the bathroom talking to whatever's in the bathroom. It's like Harry Potter and the, the toilet in the Harry Potter book. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Seriously, it is, you know. So I try not, you know, unless, like I said, unless I absolutely have to, I just don't deal with it. <laughs> I did a, we did a, a theater out in Vacaville and an older theater and they left me there alone. I said, okay, I'll stay alone because we didn't have a key to the door. So if we shut the door, we were locked out. So I said, okay, I'll stay here. You guys go get dinner. I'm good. So I'm walking around. I'm thinking there's ghosts in here and it's dark. <laughs> Mom, turn the light on. I go into the bathroom and they didn't, <laughs> the guy that ran the, ran the theater neglected to tell me that. It was ergonomically green designed. So when I walked in, I go in the stall, the lights pop on. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> and then the toilet flushes. Oh, people on the street were coming in because they thought, you know, <laughs> they thought I was being attacked in the, in the <laughs> theater because I was just, I had myself so hyped over being watched in there and all this other stuff that when all this started happening, it was just it was just crazy. You're like, bring the cameras. Scare the ghost hunter. That's it. Spook the ghost hunter. But yeah, I mean, you know, things, things like that. <laughs> it's amazing what's happened over the last, like, almost 20 years of ghost hunting. Mm -hmm. The stuff you see, the stuff you experience. Yeah, it's, a, it's different. And, and with the cameras today, you know, being able to pick up different things and recorders and all the different tools of technology that the ghosts can interact with. It, it is amazing. The differences. It is. And um, like that X cam, a lot of people have issues with the SLS camera, mm -hmm. but the only way I'll use it is with a psychic. Mm. If it's because I found, and I did this in my house. I don't test things in my house on purpose for obvious reasons. Yeah. Because I, I've done like promo stuff with like my friend Monica in the house. And we picked up voices and I'm like, I don't want to hear you. I'm good. You know, <laughs> but there's the, I, I was playing, I got, um, I, I got, I got the X cam out the other day to test it out and see if everything was working on it. And there was one in my living room and I was able to ask it to move to different places. Interesting. On command. That's yeah. how I got it to do that. And that's one thing like with the X cam, the only way I'll use that SL, that, you know, you know what I'm talking about the one that does yeah. the people. The only way I'll use that is with the psychic so that the psychic can direct it to do things hmm. or put, you know, she'll put her, the psychic will put her hand out and it will grab her hand and things like that. You know, so that's cross verification with that thing. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you know, it could be a chair or whatever you're hitting with it. But like yeah. the one I have, you know, I, I would be like, well, I'll move over in front of the TV and, or move over, you know, the divider or whatever. And it was moving as, as I was asking it to go. So yeah, the technology is definitely awesome. Mm -hmm. that you could use. I think that X-Cam is one of the most fabulous things they come out with. And a lot of people don't like them anymore, but I have no issues with them. If, if they're used, you know, it's like anything else with equipment. If it's used correctly. Yeah. And in certain ways, you can't deny 
you know, what it does. But a lot of people don't bother to, to play around with it and see what it does. So then you get this hodgepodge of stuff. Yeah. That's not credible. You know? That is true. That is true. And if you and if you're familiar with what you're using and you know it it's working and it's working for you, it doesn't mean that you have to go get the next best thing because you the tools you need don't need to be complicated, but you need to know how to use them right. and know how to read them. And right. then, you know, it can, you're good. So, so what do you, now, now that you know your house, the, the place you live in is haunted. What's your next steps now? Are you going to, like you say, you're, you're going to try and embrace the, the fact that you have, have ethereal roommates, but yeah. I mean, how much more work do they have to do on the house? Because the more work they do, the more active it's going to get. Yeah, so I, I I hope we've rounded the corner towards the end. <laughs> um, I think I have about two more weeks, and then it's just going to be like little punch list items, like put all the electrical outlets back on, and um, the, at least the covers, and put the lights back on. And so that's going to be the last week. So I think next week we're going to hopefully finish the kitchen, and it. And the other thing is, is I think that, you know, just because I love the energy and I love history, um, all the wood that's going in is from like an old barn from the 1800s. So I'm adding that wow. into the house. <laughs> um, and so I'm asking for travel. I'm a glutton Absolutely. for patience, I guess. <laughs> You're sensitive. So I mean, bring it on, baby. That's right. I'll never be lonely. No, you'll never be lonely or bored in the house. That's for, that's for no. sure. And the, and the dog, you know, the, the, the dog and has the dog. company all the time. You don't have to worry about that when, you know, when you do leave. That's right. That's right. Good so Lord. two more weeks. I'm hoping, I'm hoping it's two more weeks. And then after the, of like intense stuff. And then after that, it's, it's all going to be so much easier. And hopefully all the stuff will be moved out and I can, sleep on a bed i guess that would be great that would be nice what are you sleeping on now the couch mm -hmm. i have well i have a, a chair and a um uh like a ottoman pushed up against the chair and then i kind of wow <laughs> snuggle down into it <laughs> oh, I, i'd come out there they'd have to pry me out of that sucker yeah <laughs> i'm too old for that stuff now you know <laughs> you know <laughs> You know, you got to make an agreement with your ghost. That's the key. That's what I do here. Okay. <laughs> you know, I know you're here. You know, I know you're here. Don't scare yeah. me. It's all good. That's right. That's what you do. Yeah. Unless it's my son. He knows I love right. to be startled. And so he still will jump out <laughs> in the middle of nowhere and, and scare the daylights out of me. But um, that, that I asked for that specifically. Sure. So sure, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree with you. I, I, <laughs> I don't want them to be doing things that I don't want them to be doing. <laughs> well, yeah. Just like my dog, one of my dogs passed away. One of my Kelpies passed away in December after Christmas. I've seen her. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because I only see, I don't know what it is about me seeing. I see her, I'll see, I'll see her in a dream once in a while, which is fine. Mm -hmm. But when I see him in the house, I only see the rear ends. I don't know what it is about the rear ends. <laughs> and I have this, I have this, this, this plastic plant. Well, not silk plant mm -hmm. on one of my mom's old walkers. And I have it, you know, put in the like walkway area, and I see this tail go. And, I, and all I saw was the tail. I, I saw I saw the butt and the tail, and the tail actually hit the plant, so I could see the plant move. And I thought it was my I thought it was the new dog. And so I mm -hmm. thought, well, okay, where's Gypsy? You know, I turn around and Gypsy's behind me. 
So it was that other dog. She went walking through the the, the, the hall. You know, I get stuff like that all the time. Yeah. I'm used to it. I like it. When you That's live a in a haunted thing. house, you get used to it after a while. I think so. I think so. You know? You know? Yeah. So what do you do for people? Do you like try to get rid of the ghosts or, you know, you just try to make the agreement with the ghosts? Like, hey, you can stay here. Just don't bother them. What do you guys do? It depends on what they on what the person wants. Yeah. You know, you know, it used to be years ago before TV came out and I'm not cutting TV shows, but, you know, it used to be when I first started doing this, it was always Uncle Bob. Mm hmm or somebody i'm gonna i'm gonna say something funny every time i talk about a spiritual entity uh people that know me they'll be like oh maren always talks about uncle bob so yeah. you and i have the same uncle bob i guess yeah yeah so you know and it's, it's changed so much because tv instead of like the way ghost hunters started was that they hardly found anything when they were out and now they're always finding something. or you or you get the ones that's always it's always a demon you know, mm -hmm. so the always, way things have always changed. a demon. Yeah, so the way things have changed when people call, automatically they think it's a demon. It's not yeah. like it used to be. So our job is ten times harder going out to where oh we just want an exorcism or a cleansing on the house. Well, that's fine, <laughs> except we don't know what we're dealing with yet. You just yeah. cannot. You know, if it's a Native American ghost, you can't go out and just do a regular Catholic cleansing or, or something like that. On it's not going to work. So people get kind of frustrated, disappointed with us because they want us to come out right away and, you know, and, and do all this and sage and all this stuff. And you're like, well, no, certain things work with certain entities. So it's a question of going out. We have a very long, we have a very long drawn out questionnaire to talk to people. You mm -hmm. know, if there's um, several people involved, you know, in the house, we'll take them aside. So they're not building on each other's stories, you know, and we'll interview yeah. everybody in the house. Do a walk around, find out where all the high EMF is, because somebody might have an EMF cage going on too, you know, yeah. where, where it's making them paranoid or, or whatever, you know, so we have to check all that out. And then we'll come out, do the investigation. I, I actually have a, a psychic that does um, remote reads. Mm -hmm. So I'll take a picture of the front of the house. Don't tell her where it's at. Just send it over to her, see what she picks up on it. And then I have a different psychic come out to do the field work on the night of the investigation. Mm -hmm. And then for our DVR cameras, I'll have her walk around and say, you know, tell me where you think the more active, you know, the most activity is going to be tonight. So she'll do yeah. it and she'll, you know, she'll place the DVR cameras you know, for us and stuff like that. Then we'll do a full investigation with it, go over all the evidence. And it's not like TV guys. It's not 15 minutes. It's three <laughs> or four days going over audio and everything, you know, and then come back and say, look, um, this is what we think is going on in the house. And it's up to you. You know, it, it doesn't seem like it wants to hurt you. So, you know, you mm -hmm. guys, you guys feel you can live with this. Or if it is hurting you, we can either take, you know, figure out how, how to get it out ourselves, or call somebody in that can do it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's That's involved. good. That's good. I mean, I think I think it 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 keeps your job interesting because you're going to have you actually have to go in and figure out what it is and say it. It isn't only bad. You don't have a demon. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can explain, then you get the chance to educate the homeowner too, or the people right. that are living in the house. Exactly. So exactly. It's about you education. Take them, you about can it. take them down a few steps from <laughs> the haunting TV shows that they're watching. <laughs> well, yeah. And sometimes it's, sometimes it's nothing. Sometimes it's, it's a high EMF level in the house. Yeah. 
you know, I just was poor old woman was living in this apartment and she came to us because she couldn't stay in the apartment because the voices and the things were touching her in this apartment. And we go in there and she happened to be in the middle apartment in this apartment complex and all the wiring was running all over around her. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So what did I tell her? I said, I don't know what your money's like, but you're going to have to move. Mm-hmm. And she moved. She hasn't had a problem since. Yeah. So you run into that stuff. Or you run yep. into people with little kids too, you know, where the poltergeist activity is real high, and it's because the the kids of it, the the, the kids like twelve, you know, they're going through puberty. Yeah, that stuff happens. <laughs> you know, so you get yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it it is different. You know, it's 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 like it's like going out and having to deal with a puzzle all the time and figure it out. Sometimes I might use three or four different psychics. Wow, on the job to get you know because sometimes you know some some ghosts won't talk to certain psychics. Hmm. Interesting. So sometimes it takes a different type of you know a different personality to to bring those particular entities out. So sometimes I'll do three or four different psychics on job. Wow. And how do you find your psychics? They uh, <laughs> they come to me usually online, mm-hmm. and then and I'm going to give a secret away. I'm going to give it, what you say? I have high EMF. Yes, Jerry. <laughs> yes, and you're sensitive too, so that's not helping. But um, usually they come to me, and then I have a lead field psychic on the team. And so we'll usually go out to lunch, meet up, and then we'll take them on an investigation, see how they do. Mm-hmm. You know, because like I said, I'll have somebody do a pre-read on it. And then yeah. like when we, when we have a new psychic on staff, or who wants to be on staff will probably take the lead, like you know, our lead field psychic out with us. Yeah, so we can gauge and see how this person does. You know, before, but you did more. Usually, they come to us. It's amazing how many psychics there are out there. Yeah, that want to yeah. do this type of work. <laughs> I imagine they all want to do this kind of work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is kind of like what they strive. I I don't know. I mean, I would imagine this is what they they're striving for is right. to go out it doesn't and make go on site and. Too psychics that you know we work with people on our team that all they want to do is make bucks too you know mm-hmm. i won't pledge your house unless you pay yeah like no 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 you can't how can how can you be like that and you know if you're somebody who's got a kid that's in dire need of help don't even go there with me that's right no i do the same thing i mean i'm donation basis as well yeah. so yeah. it just works out that way and it's, i think it's fair <laughs> yeah i think it's fair too you know but it's like i'm not gonna turn somebody away that needs help just because mm-hmm. you want to charge arm and leg to, to, to help them. No, 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 no. So, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there's a big pull. In fact, we're, in, we're kind of in a rebuild mode right now because of COVID, you know, we were off for mm-hmm. so long. So we're starting yeah. to, uh, to rebuild everything and get everybody back together. And, and yeah, how's that going after COVID? It's going okay. You know, um, like I said, this is the first thing we're going to be doing. We did it. We, well, we did a couple ghost hunts during COVID that involved kids. Mm-hmm. that's important you don't want kids to be yeah. terrified of their houses and then after that we kind of slowed down and then now this thing on the 26th is our first one in a while yeah and how did you pick the cemetery that you're going to we've gone out there before yeah you know there's and not a lot that are open at night like that mm-hmm. so this one is open at night so we're able to get in there and get access as long as we don't like break anything or anything like that you yeah. know we're very respectful Oh, there's good. Native American graves out there, and there's graves dating back to like eight to like 1840. Oh wow! So yeah, you yeah. go in first and just kind of map out the cemetery and say, "Okay, let's let's head this way." And... Yeah, yeah, 
see. Yeah, and the main American the um outside the there's a fenced area where everybody else is and the native american graves are all on the outside part so nobody's allowed to go in there out of respect but mm -hmm. you can feel yourself being watched really I mean, i'll be sitting there doing an evp session or something and i'm forever looking over my you know looking back over my shoulder and it's the native wow. americans that are watching you know from, from the tree line hmm. so they want to make sure we're not going to up there yeah that's, so yeah, that's really... out there for years we uh, train people out there and stuff. Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of our training huh. comes, you know. But, yeah, uh, and how how are you, how are you training people? I don't know. I'm just like, let me interview you, Charlotte. I have, <laughs> and how do you train people? <laughs> we have a, a very. I mean, I've, I've got a training program that's two or three hours. Oh wow! Wow. It's about how we do stuff. We we have a lot of. Uh, uh, so, you know, you know, techniques that we use. Mm -hmm. we've, we've had a lot of practice in 15 years to figure yeah. out what works and what doesn't. And so there's 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 procedures that we use even during EVP sessions to make sure we that that we get the best stuff that you know that we know that's not contaminated. Yeah. You know, use of the, the handheld meters and stuff. There's certain ways to. There's even certain ways to take an EMF meter and use it in a house, in the proper directions and stuff. Huh. That's so I trained. Everybody knows how to work all the equipment. Everybody knows how to set up the DVR cameras. Yeah. I mean, the, the training is extensive. Yeah. Interesting. My work. <laughs> and Yoda or R2-D2. Yeah, you're right. Thanks out. I use more R2-D2. Not just R2-D2. I, I have some real bizarre equipment I use that people don't expect to be used out in the field. Yeah. Interesting. Like what's, something, what's something that's odd? A bug jar. A bug jar? Thing called and it came out like eight eight years ago called my pet firefly. Okay, and it's it's a wire that has like a firefly on it that has like well they have regular butterfly ones and then there's ones that glow in the dark so it's a pet firefly. Okay. And when you touch the top of the jar, it, it's got diodes at the top. So when you touch the top of the jar, the firefly jumps around on on the wire and lights up. Mm -hmm. And we use that on investigations. Yeah. That's how it goes. Like, so you just stick it in the, like the middle of the table and ask questions. Oh, yes wow. And no and so you're like two, two blinks for yes and one blink for no. Yeah. Wow. And what's interesting is I've had EVPs where the ghosts are actually commenting on it. Really? They're like, what is this bunk jar? Yeah. They laugh because it looks like a, I had one investigator actually thought it was a real firefly one time we were in this cave. And she goes, you better put holes in the top of that. That thing's going to die. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. It's, it's a fake firefly. But yeah, I mean, we found that it works. And it's a thing where they just, it's like an EMF, you know, it's like an EMF trigger where they, they touch the top and, and they can yeah. make the thing jump around. That is really neat. That's yeah. really neat. So I like using really off the wall, you know, off the wall. Or I have a whole box. My dad used to build wooden toys. Uh-huh. So I think it's great for old hotels, you know. Some of the old stuff, like old, like old guns, mm -hmm. you know. And so I'll have the wood. I have this big box. I open up. There's jewelry in there. There's, there's crystal. Well, probably what looks like crystal. Can't afford crystal, but there, there's like you know, perf there's there's like perfume bottles in there and stuff. And yeah. we'll put that stuff out for for triggers. Wow. We have all kinds of stuff over the years. I even take I even take vodka bottles in. <laughs> And what do you do with the vodka bottles? They tip them over? Or, I mean, what, what do you do? Uh, sit there, play poker with the dead people. Nice. 
and they're like, yeah. Do you give them their own cup? Yeah, I even got, I was in the, this with a newspaper reporter in Placerville in this area that used to be part of a saloon, and we even got the sound, we caught it on a, a, a EVP recorder of somebody like taking a shot glass and turning it over and slamming it down on the bar. Wow, that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so I take stuff in like that, you know, and I know we did, we did this thing at the Murphy's Hotel where we, we, we actually played, po let's get that one of the maids had gone through there to clean it, and says she saw three men playing poker in this room. And so we go in there. We had a, a DVR camera on us. And we go in there. And I start dealing out, you know, the hand and everything. And every time the ghost won, the lights would blink. Wow. So it's kind of cool. You know, it's stuff it like that. Neat. So it's, it's, it's fun. It's fun to use trigger objects and, exactly. and different things like that. You know, there's a hotel in um, Carmel at, at the La Playa. Hotel. Oh, I could see well, I could see Carmel. Yeah, I, I see Carmel. Yeah. The La Playa <laughs> Hotel is super haunted. Really? Yeah. It is you'll go in there and you'll get readings almost off of that. Oh, that's awesome. I gotta go in that hotel. I haven't yeah. been there yet. I gotta find out. I gotta get some information. Uh, yeah, I could I could use a trip to Carmel. Yeah. <laughs> Just head down there. <laughs> if I was still in Big Sur, I'd be like, oh, you could come stay with me. <laughs> see, I can see six months ago. One house, right? Yeah. See, that's I'm right. thinking outside the box. That's right. That's right. So you lived in Big Sur? Yeah. I lived wow. in Big Sur. And then um, I guess it's been a year since I've lived in Big Sur. I keep wishing it was only a couple months ago. But yeah, it's a year now. Darn it. <laughs> I, I do miss it. I absolutely loved it down there. Um, but now I guess I'm on a new East Coast adventure. It's <laughs> very different out here. It is you very different out here. You have a new nickname. Mary oh. McKay says, Marin, the friendly, what is it? The friendly ghost whisperer. <laughs> Thank you, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and for those of you guys, and I'm, I'm going to have to do a shameless plug here too. For those of you guys watching from YouTube, subscribe, man. You, there's this little ghost, like probably on Marin's chest. Sorry, didn't mean to be there. But there's this little ghost guy that's down there in the corner, and he's got a little Sherlock Holmes hat on with a magnifying glass. That's our mascot. So subscribe to our videos. We have lots of videos. We have over 200 <laughs> that we've done with some really cool guests. So just, just to let you know, that way you have an update when these new things come out. But uh, the friendly ghost whisperer, I like that. That is funny. <laughs> but you don't have to get down there because I've, do, I've been wanting to do that lighthouse, too. Mm, yeah, the lighthouse down there. That's a really great. And, um, you know, I was down there with this with my friend Summer. She's a child. So I went down there. She was like my best friend for a long time. And we went down there when she was eight to the lighthouse. And we did a ghost tour. Well, we, we missed the ghost tour. So we did the min, the full moon tour. And we're someone was talking about ghosts and of course I wanted to bring up ghosts anyway, because I told her this could be haunted because I'd take her on like little fairy hunts and, and things like that. And we get there. And so everybody's sitting in the, there's this room where you can watch a video. I guess it's like the, you know, you go buy your trinkets room, the, mm -hmm. but you also sit there and watch a, the history of the thing and the door is closed. And all of a sudden um, the wind started coming from the ceiling and there was nothing open. And she was like, ah, 
And she went and she got like the person that was giving the tour. And she says, is there a ghost specialist here? Because there's wind coming in from the ceiling. And so it happened right there. And that's another place that really does have hauntings and it's really, truly active. So you can go there and experience the haunting. Um, the old mission has been told to have ha hauntings down there as well, but really, truly the La Playa hotel has cool. a lot of hauntings and you can go, uh, I think you can probably just go and hang out, have a drink of water in the backyard or wherever it is. And you'll definitely feel something. So if you or any of your viewers are heading down there, that's I'll a, make that's a, a Morro Bay at some point anyway. So it's right on the way. So that'll work. Yes. And Morro Bay is a good place too. So what made you move from California to the Northeast? Hmm. Um, taxes. Uh, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, really. I, ended, I actually ended up leaving Big Sur because um, it was getting very crowded. So okay. a lot of tourists starting to come down there because um, HBO did a program called Big Little Lies with Reese Witherspoon and these other famous people. And they filmed it literally at the bottom of my driveway. And so we had people, I, I used to have like this little short drive. It was like yeah, 20 minutes to go into town, to go to the grocery store. And after that show, you would look down the highway that would go up towards the grocery store, up towards Carmel, and it would be backed up past my driveway and it would take wow. hours to get out there. So they fixed the roads there, but it's just unfortunately um a lot of people are littering there you know there's garbage everywhere and it was just i guess i was like you know what we need less people on the coast over here to keep the coast mm -hmm. healthy and so <laughs> i've found another place to be kind of a recluse <laughs> there you go absolutely nothing wrong with that <laughs> Marin, it has been our we have chatted it has been fun it's always fun to have you on I thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. Well, thanks for inviting me. <laughs> yes, we always have a good time. It's so easy to talk to you. <laughs> and everybody that put up with us tonight. Hey, 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 yeah. Thank you very much. Every Friday, I do show Sunday through Thursday. So, yeah. <laughs> thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. I'll have to get out to where you are. I want to check out your castle. Yes, you need to come. Doors open. <laughs> Sounds good. We'll bring all the gear. We'll fix them, ghosts. Yeah, that's right. We'll have a tea party. You know, the next couple of weeks should be interesting for you as, as you get more stuff going at your house. Yeah, I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, that's just how it is. That's why I know we're going to be doing some remodeling here, too, so it ought to be interesting to see what... <laughs> I had a tree fall on my house, like, a year and a half ago or something. You oh, know? my gosh. And because of COVID, everything went on hold. Yeah. And so we're going to start taking off the... I, I actually get a real patio in the back, which I'm really excited about because we have an enclosed patio room that, well, now it's got a big hole in it, but yeah. <laughs> we're going to take that completely down and I'm going to have a nice little barbecue space back in oh, there. Oh, that'll be nice. I'll have to come out. And and so I'm curious to see what happens when they actually start, you know, tearing stuff down, you know, with what's going to happen. Cause you can, you can definitely feel stuff in my backyard, even when you're out there. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be interesting to see what transpires with that, you know, how, how yeah. active it is. So, yeah, so I'm looking forward to doing that. All right. Well, I'm going to pay attention to find out what happens to you. There we go. Well, thank you so much for coming on again. I appreciate it. It's always fun. All right. I'll talk to you later. All right, Marin, bye. All right. Bye-bye.
Okay, it's always fun to have her on, and I appreciate her coming on. If you like the show, share it with five people. If you hated the show, share it with five of your enemies. We're equal opportunity here at California Haunts Radio. Be sure to check us out at CaliforniaHauntsRadio.com. And again, you see that ticker down at the bottom. That's because, like I said earlier in the show, we are nonprofit. And everything you see here comes out of my pocket. And I love doing this show. I'm, I'm a journalist photographer by trade. And uh, and I love bringing these guests on. This is what I do. And if you could kind of help me to pay the bills here and uh, keep up with the equipment, that would be great. That's at PayPal.me at California Haunts. Or if you are uncomfortable with PayPal and you're in Venmo, you can do that at Venmo and just type in California Haunts. And that would be great uh, because I want to keep the show on the air and, uh, you know, internet costs and all that other good stuff and uh, stream yard costs and whatnot. But anyway, now Sunday we do a Sunday afternoon read at 6 p.m. every Sunday. Right now we're reading The Way Through the Woods by Anna Maria Manalo. And it's a really great book. And it's about, a, a, the, from what I can tell, it takes place in World War II Germany. And this girl, and I, and I get the feeling this girl is going to get captured by the Nazis or something's going to have a long line because she has to get through the woods to escape. And the woods are haunted. And it's based on a true story. So uh, it's, it's really a cool book. People are, seem to enjoy it. So we'll be reading that at 6 p.m. Pacific on Sunday. And then Monday, we're going to be in Hollywood. Well, not in Hollywood, but we're going to be talking with some tour guides in Hollywood who, who do tour ghost tours. And they're going to tell us about some of the haunted studios and, and things like that in, in the Hollywood area. So that's going to happen Monday at the usual time at 6.30 p.m. But Sunday, we will be on the air at 6 p.m. again. Uh, reading our book from it, you know, the way through the woods. I want to thank you guys for coming on. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube page. We're looking to expand our YouTube and uh, get more as many subscribers as, as we can. And like I said, we want to keep guests like Marin coming on. We we love to have people like Marin. Uh, if you go to our YouTube page, you'll see all the varying topics that that we actually do have with the show. And uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot to look at. But I want to thank you guys. And uh, I hope everybody has a great weekend. I know, well, I mean, yeah, you guys will have my weekend starting. So, like I said, so tomorrow's my, tomorrow's my Saturday. So I hope everyone has a wonderful weekend. And I will see you Sunday.